0: Why is there so much excitement around the Carolina women's basketball team this season? Well, there's nobody better than one of the players to help us figure out the answer to that question. So Eva Hodgson joins today's show.
1: You are locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey there, it's Wednesday, October 26, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget that the show is free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so you can subscribe right now to make sure that you don't miss a second of your team every day. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. Terms and conditions apply. It is hard to believe it. It's almost here. Two weeks till the day until the North Carolina women's basketball team tips off the 2022-23 season hosting Jackson State in Carmichael. And so here to help us prep the season and look ahead is none other than miss Eva Hodgson. Eva, welcome. So glad you're here.
1: Thank you so much for having me excited to be here.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, we got huge expectations coming into this season. I know you guys are stoked and excited. So much great talent coming back. And I, I mean, I just big picture right out of the gate. What are you looking most forward to in the upcoming season?
1: I think there's a lot of things that we're looking forward to. I think returning so many players that have now experienced playing in the ACC and playing even on the NCAA stage, like that's something you can't just replicate. And so being able to return a core group of of girls who who have put in the time and now know what it's like to play against a national championship team and all of that and play against a national championship team well, like almost the best out of anyone who did it. And so – to be able to return that it just gives you a level of confidence and also kind of an attitude like we're meant to be here um but now there's a lot of work to do behind the scenes and making sure that that's we're right. fine-tuned and and holding up our part
0: that's right a lot of work to do by the way we forgot to mention off the top there's some kind of fire alarm strobe going off for eva it's you know what we're close to halloween it's just making it a better vibe and so we're doing the deal you spoke about that very close and competitive loss you guys had to South Carolina something I'm curious about is what did you ladies learn about yourselves as a team from that victory at Arizona in a tough environment and then as you said the way you played South Carolina so close and so tough that you can use to help you this season
1: yeah I mean I think going into the tournament we we thought we could have hosted um but when you're when you're dealt the cards you're dealt you kind of you deal with it and when we went to Arizona I mean you couldn't have played in front of a more packed gym it was completely red um, which made it so much fun because all you could hear when we were doing well was our little section of blue just (laughs) erupting. and so we learned that we can play on the road and at home Um, and even playing on the road can sometimes give us that little like kind of thing on your shoulder where you're just trying to prove people like You know what? The entire crowd is against us, except for (laughs) our core group. That's right. Uh, Just leaning into each other and really trying to get through it together was the biggest thing we learned from that game. And then when shifting into South Carolina, I mean, they are the best team in the country, like, and they showed that. Uh, But to be able to play them almost to eight points and not even what I thought was one of our best games, I mean, on a good day that that could go either way. Um, and so being able to just come into the off season with kind of that chip on our shoulder of like, we're we're, we're there, um, but we're not there yet. And so there's still a lot of work that we got to do on the back end. Um, and that's what we did. I mean, both offensively, defensively, individually, we were putting in that time this off season. And so this fall has been a lot of putting it together and figuring out how those pieces work together. Right. And maybe we don't have the biggest post players or we don't have the guards that compete with theirs. But when our five go against their five, it's kind of figuring out how our pieces can, um, attack their weaknesses, and play to our strengths. And so it's kind of like a chess mess, you know?
0: (laughs) Absolutely, it is. And you talked about some of that individual work that you guys have been doing this off-season. For you personally, last year you were the sixth player uh, coming off the bench there, but essentially we're playing starters minutes at 25 a game. How do you see your role on this year's team evolving and changing?
1: Yeah, we we lost a few people, a few key people. I mean, Carly's gone, Jalen's right. gone, and that's that's, right. that's a core of our voice. And so what I've realized even recently, too, is like I can lean into a lot more of my voice. Um, and I'm a vet now. I'm that's in right. my fifth year of basketball and <laughs> college basketball. Um, and so kind of bringing people along with me has been an important role for me, um, but then also just kind of letting loose just playing. I mean, we make it so complicated as you get to this level, everything's broken down, you're watching film and sometimes you're like, man, do I even know how to play? Um, <laughs> but if you just kind of reflect on like what got you here. And for me, it's been always doing the little things and hmm. I mean, just playing with a level of grit that I do. Um, and whether it's scoring or assisting or rebounding, like I'm going to fill the need that my team needs. Um, and so Whatever that role is this year, I will just kind of come into it naturally. Um, and if they need me to do more than last year, I will. Um, that's kind of just how I'm wired, so it works out <laughs> in the end.
0: <laughs> man, and but that's what a what a team needs. And you talked about how man, so many people coming back. If I remember correctly, it's eight of the top nine scores back. Obviously, losing Carly, as you said, and yeah. the and the top four scores. Um, a lot of uh, returning experience. You as a redshirt senior, but then a lot of juniors. Um, to mm-hmm. fill out a, a lot of what's coming along with that. Uh, something I remember Coach Williams talking a lot about before he retired is that in basketball, it doesn't just take talent, and it doesn't just take experience. It takes experienced talent. How mm-hmm. does that combination of both you guys just being incredibly skilled basketball players, but having done this together for a while now, really help you coming into this season?
1: It allows us to know how to handle situations a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and. That'll show in bigger games, um, coming down to the wire. Being able to adjust on the go or know kind of when the turning points are in those big games is really important. And I I remember as a younger player, that's not something you're aware of. You're so focused on like, am I doing? Am I in the right place? Am I doing <laughs> right. the right thing? Like, <laughs> do I shoot it? Do I re-? Like, there's all these external factors going on that you're trying to navigate as a young player. And as you get older, the game just slows down. And so being able to adjust on the go and lean into the discomfort of like, this is a big game and that's fun. And we love that, um, is really important. And that's the fun part for our our experienced group is we've now been there. And so there's just this IQ of like understanding Okay, do I do I want to score here or do I want to pull it out and waste the clock? It's just it's little things, um, but little plays really add up over the course of a game and experienced players are a little bit more in tune to those. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Wow. And and speaking more about Carly, like she brought so much to your team last season, both on the court as a basketball player and then off the court as a leader. Obviously, you can't directly replace her one for one. But how does your team this season go about replacing what she brought?
1: Yeah, first of all, I miss Carly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, man.
1: She was my MBA buddy, like we did everything together. Uh, but she's crushing it in Belgium. That was a side note. Um, <laughs> Shout but, out to
0: Carly in Belgium.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, but I mean, it's hard. You can't just sub one person in and expect it to be exactly the same. And I mean, Coach the other day was talking about her motor. I mean, mm. she was always going, and she was such a defensive force that we needed. And she was kind of just that energy and that glue player that did all the little things. Which allows other people to play more freely because they don't have to focus on those. Um, and so, when kind of thinking about it without her, you have to then grab other people and bring them into that role together. Can mm-hmm. she be replaced by one person? Not necessarily, but being able to have conversations with different teammates and be like, all right, like this is what we really need from you this year. Um, and being honest, like we won't yeah, win games if good. you don't play this role. <laughs> and so, that's part of what I'm even trying to figure out is like I mean we're still in the earlier stages like we're I think you said two weeks away so we have some more time to figure it out but figuring out kind of what personalities can play to certain aspects that Carly brought um, and then filling that role because it also like it makes them feel valuable and you have to Find a role for every person on your team, one through 12, no matter if they're not getting time, if they're hurt or anything like that. Um, And so being able to kind of allow them to fill the role with you, I think is really important. And I think that's what we'll end up doing.
0: Absolutely. And boy, when it all comes together, the Lady Tar Heels have an incredibly difficult schedule this year. The preseason AP poll was released earlier last week, and we're going to talk about it in just a moment. These days, every new hire can feel like a potential high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates out there. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's incredibly easy to create a free job post, so why not give it a try? Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring and simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly narrow down who you want to interview and ultimately hire. You wanna finish the year strong and the right new hire can help you do just that. This is why small businesses are rating LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. We are joined today on locked on Tar Heels by North Carolina Tar Heels, lady basketball player, Miss Eva Hodgson. Uh, Great uh, schedule, great season ahead for the women man the ap preseason poll was released last week and carolina comes in at 12th the highest ranking since they were 12th in the preseason in 2013 14 in terms of preseason rankings and that's great and Eva, when i look at the acc there are five acc teams all clumped together between seven and 13 louisville at seven notre dame at nine nc state at ten Tar Heels at 12, and Virginia Tech at 13. Um, when, when you look at, at uh, what the ACC has at the top, what do you think about the conference this season?
1: I mean, I knew last year that the ACC was one of the most competitive conferences in the country. Um, and then you shift into all the transfers that are happening and what every team is returning and and I knew that we were just becoming more competitive. Um, I, I honestly believe that we are the best conference in the country, like, all round. Um, and I think kind of even the top six or seven ACC teams are going to rotate a lot in rankings just because they're competitive. And yep. on any given night, you don't know who's going to do what. Um, and it makes it a lot of fun. I, you just You can go into every game expecting a competition that – I mean, you don't get everywhere. And to be able to play at the highest level of basketball is just incredibly exciting. And I remember some of our, our bigger games last year and how, how fun they were to play, especially like our Louisville game when we were here. Like, it's <laughs> oh, insane. Like, it was yeah. so much fun. And the engagement from the crowd down to the literally the last wire shot that rims off. Like, you can't plan that, first of all. <laughs> no. and. <laughs> it just was such a fun experience for so many of us. And so to be able to do that on a regular basis, it's exciting.
0: Man, Yeah, absolutely. And I think it speaks to how tough the conference is. You look at um, the Tar Heels being 12th in the preseason and yet selected fifth by the media in the conference poll. I mean, that just speaks yeah. if you got... Uh, Five of those. I mean, it's just insane. And then when we look at the schedule itself, you guys have a lot of fun, big games in front of you that you have at least nine, potentially 10 games against preseason top 25 teams. We talked about some of those conference games, Louisville on the road, Notre Dame at home, NC State home and home. Um, Virginia Tech home and home, and then Oregon in the PKI, potentially Iowa State, a top-10 team in the PKI, and then, just like the guys' team, playing at Indiana um, right after PKI. I mean, that stretch alone in those preseason games, those non-conference games, is going to be crazy. What excites you about those big games?
1: Those The non-conference games is what's going to prepare us for conference, mm-hmm. and I think that's what excites me most is we're able to jump on preparation and development right off the bat. And we don't waste time. Um, so we're going right into some home openers, but then quickly after you're going to Oregon and you're playing against some top teams in the country. And that's huge. And that's important in our preparation for what's next. Okay. Because in order to prepare for the best, you have to play against the best. And to be able to have a few top 25 teams that we're going to prepare for, prepare with, Um, out of conference is really, really important for us. And it'll help us kind of if we have tweaks that we need to make or adjustments that need to be made on the go, um, that those things can be made earlier than later. Um, I mean, you don't win a national championship overnight. A lot of it comes with digesting what's been going on with your team from the beginning of the season to the end. And like I said, to be able to jump on that preparation from the beginning, like, we could be playing potential national champions from the beginning of the season to that's the right. end. And, and that's, what's going to prepare us the best. So that's, it's exciting.
0: And that's so good. And and this program really has been taking big steps forward each year of coach Banghart's tenure, this now being her fourth season at the helm of the Tar Heels. What is it about what coach Banghart is doing and you all as the players that allow that progressive step forward? And how do you continue to do that this season?
1: She has a vision for both this program and all that it wants to achieve, but then also for individuals and she understands the importance of every piece to the whole. Um, Every single person on our team brings a different um, skill. They have different strengths and they have different weaknesses. And so she does a really good job of identifying those strengths and Allowing certain players to play to those strengths, but then also acknowledging weaknesses um, and being able to fill those weaknesses with other teammates strengths and so it's that balance and she'll say it, I mean we're only as strong as our weakest link and so being able to do that one through 12 is really really important
0: yeah absolutely and folks by the way I, I should have mentioned earlier we got some hammering going on it's Sorry. just part of the fun it's just part of the fun on a on a morning when we're recording and it's good stuff it's li- live action as coach Hubert Davis would say and we got yeah. it going on
1: of our locker room. So it's exciting, Cameron, yes. not negative. Exciting.
0: Pamery. Man, it's the sign of that good progression we were just talking about. Big exactly. things are happening. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, Eva, you, I, I read in your bio, I don't think I realized this, our third among active D1 players in career free throw percentage. How, Like, what on earth? How How did you get to that point? What makes you such a good free throw shooter?
1: Well, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it all. says it
0: on your bio page.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I mean, it's it's funny because my dad will relate everything I do in my life to a free throw. Um, He'll <laughs> be like, like I had an interview the other day for a job and he literally was like, it's just like a shooting a free throw. Like you've done the preparation and you're in the right space and you've done all you can. So step up to the line, take a breath, take a breath and knock it down. Um, it. and it's funny because it's called a free throw, like it's free, um, but yet <laughs> it's such a hard shot for so Dude. many. Yeah. And so for me, I, I don't, I, I never really like did anything special, but just locking into that, I've always been a fundamental kid. And so mm. when I get a free shot, like I, I want to make it, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, just being able to like slow things down again, like just be in the moment um and take a breath and be like all right we're gonna knock it down and i think for me too i just have a like basketball is a great sport and it's done so much for me but i have a greater purpose and so i've been placed in this situation and at this amazing university for a reason and that's something that i carry into every game is like we're gonna do our best we're gonna live out the plan that god has for me and he's gonna shine through me um and so just allowing that even I mean, if he wants me to miss a free throw, great, but like so far he hasn't. So it was, it was real well.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. Amen to that. And, and uh, thank you for speaking so candidly about your faith. Much appreciated on that. There are really high expectations for both basketball teams on campus there in Chapel Hill this season. Do, do you guys have any kind of friendly rivalries going on with the fellas? Is, is there some good uh, spurring each other on? I mean, gosh, when you're both top, 12 preseason teams in the nation there's high expectations on your shoulders what's the vibe like between the two teams
1: yeah I think it's more encouragement and excitement than kind of a competition I I think the fun part about Carolina in general is just the success of its programs Um, I mean I saw a tweet the other day that had talked about soccer and volleyball and us and men's basketball and some other sports and it's just like we're just nationally seen as such a competitive athletic university. And that in itself is like the biggest expectation because yes, we're ranked nationally and all of that, but it's more of like we have a duty to live up to the Carolina name um, and Carolina sports have, have been in the conversation since the beginning. So being able to bring women's basketball Carolina women's basketball back into the national conversation only allows us to kind of fulfill that that role of like Carolina this is the expectation Um, but it's so fun I mean you have friends who are ranked number one you have friends on the soccer I have friends on the soccer team who are just killing it and I love seeing them succeed Um, and that's the fun part is you get to be in the stands cheering them on um, and so for me, it's more of it's more of a friendly like I encouragement <laughs> than, than competition because everything's yeah. a competition and I, I got to right. find those balances. You know, that's
0: right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Miss Eva Hodgson, next summer, you look back on the 2022-23 basketball season. It will have been a successful season because fill in the blank.
1: mm it will have been a successful season because we leaned on each other Mm. um, the entire way through adversity. um, And yeah, I mean, we played to our best, the best of our abilities. I think wherever that takes us, we'll have to be good enough. I think we're a national championship level team, but again, on any given night, you just, you don't know the calls that are done. And so I can't make a promise on that, but I will make the promise of, of doing everything I can to get this team where we need to be.
0: And I think what a perfect answer, Eva. like amen to that very well said. Let's do this together. Let's be all in and wherever that may take us or may not, it's going to be a blast and we're going to enjoy the ride and that will make the 2022-23 season a success for the Carolina women's basketball team. Can't wait to watch that in action. But before we get Miss Eva out of here, we got to learn a little bit more about her background, the bucket hat, what's going on. And we got some team superlatives to ask her about all coming up in just a second. Let me tell you about SweatBlock. Pamela used to hide in the office bathroom for like 30 minutes to dry off her armpit so no one would see the wet circles under her arms. But thanks to SweatBlock, she finally has her life back. Why? Because Pamela was able to fix her problem using SweatBlock. SweatBlock gives you the confidence to wear what you want without embarrassing underarm sweat or odor. In fact, the SweatBlock wipes were featured recently and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters. So if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try SweatBlock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. We are back with miss Eva buckets here on locked on tar heels today. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you notice that she is rocking that famous bucket hat, miss Eva. That thing now has a life of its own. I feel like it needs its own Twitter handle or something like that. Uh, what, what has the bucket done for the bucket hat done for you? Just in terms of like identity.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, it adds personality. And for me, I like to think I have a fun personality and so <laughs> to be able to show up in a bucket hat, like it's kind of random. Um, but, and it, the way it came about was random in Arizona. Uh, but then being able to have all like the pins and stuff has made it have a life of its own. And, uh, it also just represents like what I, what we've accomplished so far, um, and all the gaps and places that there's more to accomplish, right. uh, um, and more pins to add. So, For me, it's just it's something fun to remind me of just kind of like why I do it and and to have make sure I'm having fun with it every day.
0: That's so fun. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about your family, because Eva, I am an only child and I don't know what it's like to have siblings. (laughs) You're one of seven. What what on earth is that like?
1: Oh, it's the best thing ever. Um, I absolutely adore my family and my parents have done such a good job of raising us. I don't know why or how they had seven children, honestly. <laughs> um, but it's it's just so much fun. I mean, there's never a dull moment at all. I mean, I have, I have four older brothers, and so naturally, just being picked on from left and right, like straight out the womb, basically. And so, and that's that's just the environment I was raised in. And um, so, whether it was literally like playing a board game, and they would yell at me because I can't read and I want to play and they just won't let me like it, it starts from that or I mean if we're playing in the snow and stuff like it it's just so much fun um and then my younger siblings too like it the role that I've been able to just play in their lives and see them grow and develop has been so cool um but I have like the honor of being in this special place where I'm the youngest of four boys and the first girl so I have kind of like that I'm like kind of a middle kid, but also right. like kind of a younger, but also kind <laughs> yeah. of an older. Like I'm the leader of the older, uh, the leader of the younger kids. That's what we like to call. It. Like we're the younger crew. Um, <laughs> so it's it's a lot of fun. And now some of my Great. brothers are having nieces or kids, and so I have three nieces, and those girls are just my world. I mean, to watch them, watch me play basketball and like know what I'm doing is the coolest thing ever. And yeah. My three-year-old niece will talk about it and she's hilarious. And and so it's just, it's really, really fun. But like I said, there's never a dull moment. So sometimes I struggle with like the quietness of of having one roommate right now. And I'm like, it has to be something I could do because it's just too quiet, you know? It's good. It's yeah.
0: Man, that is a world I have never known, uh, but that's so fun. I love it. I love it. I love to hear about the Hodgson family and all the fun you guys have. And you talked about like you guys playing in the snow. For those who don't know, Eva is from up north from New Hampshire. I, I looked it up on-, on maps, 728 miles from Ringe, New Hampshire down to the to Carmichael is the distance. So when you're so far away from home like that, what what sort of things happen to help Chapel Hill feel like a second home?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, I FaceTime my family like every day. <laughs> so that, that definitely happens. Um, but family from the get-go was always important. I mean, naturally being born into a big family, you're kind of like stuck with it. Um, but I knew whenever I shifted any kind of distance away. And for me, that that was intentional. I didn't want to go to school close to home because that's all I've ever known. Um, And so I knew when I shifted away that I'd have to find new family or families uh, that I could feel are like my own. And that's exactly what Carolina has been for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are so many families in this community that have just opened their arms to me. And it's amazing. Like the Chacoses, I'm kind of like a daughter sister of Brian and I love his kids like they were my siblings and the gears and the seeing them at all of our games, like Kendall and Deuce are like literally younger brothers to me. Um, like I pick on them and sit on them like they are. Um, <laughs> and then even like the Hodgson's who's another family in town who ironically have the same last name as yeah. me, but well, we're not related, but yeah. I'll call them my cousins. Cause like, why not? Like there are just so many families in town that have really opened their arms to me and just given me a safe space to come and sleep on their couch or hang out with their kids or have a meal every once in a while. And that's huge because I don't get home very often. And my family, as much as I love them, can only get down for so many games because it is far. So being able to walk out of this locker room every game and not know who I'll see because my family's not here, but knowing there will be people here for me yeah. is such a special, special thing. And I'm truly blessed and thankful for it. Like, it would not be the experience that it has been without the people in this community.
0: Man, that's... <laughs> goodness gracious folks community is what makes life go around and i know like uh so brian chacos for example who eva mentioned folks works for the rams club was a uh, an offensive lineman at carolina and he's shared with me some pictures of you and his family hanging out and just it's so cool to be able to have those connections somebody that's gone through before what you're going through now who, who gets uh also a northern transplant down to carolina and so just neat to see the lineage of all that coming together so, Miss Eva, I would be remiss if I let you get out of here without talking about some of your teammates cuz it just seems like you guys have an absolute blast together whether you're on the court or off the court whatever it is. This team just seems so united. So, I want to ask you some superlatives and just we'll see what answers you got. All right. Best dressed.
1: Um Ooh, I mean, you go in different directions. Like Toddy is always got some fly outfits. <laughs> um, but then Ali Z will come in with like these really fun outfits that I'm always just like so in awe of. Um, Malou, I we just have we have a lot of good dressed people I feel nice. like. That's that's hard. Yeah.
0: Funniest.
1: <laughs> um again it kind of depends on the situations. <laughs> um yeah man I mean toddy is toddy is a character toddy is very funny um yeah toddy's funny i like to think i'm pretty funny too i kind of have a weirder sense of humor so i I catch people by surprise which then makes it It might be like an awkward laugh when people laugh because they're like i don't really know how to respond so but i still take it as being funny you know yeah
0: would you quantify or call yourself like a class clown kind of thing
1: um Yes and no. Like I don't think I'm like full on class clown, but like I'm kind of like the incognito clown that people <laughs> don't anticipate, and then I just pop out at random times, They're, like that kind of vibe.
0: <laughs> nice, that's great. Who is the biggest foodie on the team?
1: Ooh, Malu. Malou's a really good cook too. She makes really good banana bread, oh, um, that's and people phenomenal. will. Yeah, it's so good. Um and people will like be like, "Lou, are you cooking tonight?" and then just like head to her place. Um so she's a very, very good cook. Um and Liz has her moments too where she can she could make some mean salmon in the air fryer. Oh, Pretty yes. good. Yeah. Man,
0: the air fryer has revolutionized the food game in our country.
1: It has. It's incredible. <laughs> <Just amazing.
0: laughs> That's so good. All right, two more for you. Most yeah. competitive. <sighs>
1: Wow. We can't mm -hmm. say
0: on a team of D one athletes, that's hard to pick somebody out. Probably.
1: Um, Deja's pretty competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us are are extremely competitive. It's just how you show it. Mm. Uh, And so like, for me, I have to pick and choose when I'm competitive because like last night we went to the fair and I was like, I'm not touching a game. I won't (laughs) because once I start, I will have to perfect it. And that it's like the competition with myself. And so I literally didn't play a game the entire night. Cause I'm like, once I get started, I don't know how much will be spent and I can't control that. Um, (laughs) so, So I think for different ones of us, it kind of shows in different ways and that's the fun part.
0: Cool. Love it. All right. Last one. Who is the most likely to be president one day?
1: Ooh. well, I have, I have like answers for different situations. Again, like I like to think that I could run a small country, um, <laughs> but I don't know if I'd like the like political side of it. Yeah, like I think yeah. that would be fun. Um, I think several people on my team would be interesting or would be funny to see as president, but I don't know if like, I trust that. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, I don't know. I think Mac could be surprisingly good at it. Um, I just think like she's kind of on the low, so people wouldn't suspect it. But I think she could be kind of good at it. I think AY, honestly, she's like, Yeah, I think she could be pretty good at it too. But again, she's quieter, so like you wouldn't I think our quiet people might be a little bit better at it. And their rap, like you just don't know necessarily what's gone on in their past. So you're just kinda of like, Oh, I don't know, maybe. Or like Yes. <laughs> there's some mystery to it. So yeah, I don't know. That's a hard question. Um, but yeah, I think different ones would have different reps as a president. <laughs> good or bad.
0: That would be fun to see. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good. Eva Hodgson, thank you so much for all your time today. Folks, man, two weeks to the day before Eva and the ladies tip off their first game in Carmichael against Jackson State ahead of a phenomenal season. And we cannot wait to see how it plays out. Best of luck to you ladies in the upcoming year.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Isaac. It's been a blast.
0: Well, that's it for today's episode of Locked on My thanks again to Eva for joining us. Can't wait to see what is in store for the season for the ladies basketball team. Coming up on tomorrow's show, a crossover with Locked on Pitts, Nick Fairbaugh, as we begin to look ahead to this chiefly important ACC Coastal football game this weekend. And of course, on Friday, Anthony Pagnotta will join us for the Carolina preview. Thanks so much for joining us. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Heels. You can follow me at Isaac Shade. Thanks for making Locked On Tar Heels your first listen. Well, for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Really appreciate you joining me on Wednesday to talk with Miss Eva Hodgson. Make sure you check out our other Wednesday show where Coach Pat Kilby and I give our ACC men's basketball preview. And for now, I want to remind you that it is always a great day to be a target. Until tomorrow. Peace.